The Philippine Revolution continues to be the centerpiece of our national narrative, yet it remains a source of many historical controversies that persist in the present. One of these controversies is the cry of rebellion. When and where did this important historical event happen? How do we navigate the very confusing narratives about the place and the date of the event that marked the formal call of revolution and the historical tearing of cedulas? Hi, I am Lee Candelaria. I am Vec Alporja. I am Aaron Maliari. And this is Podcast, Conversations on Philippine History, Politics, and Society. In the fourth episode of Contested Philippine Histories, we interrogate the question, when and where did the cry of rebellion take place? Bago ang lahat, pag-usapan muna natin. Ano ba itong cry na ito? Bakit cry? Bakit hindi shout? Since ang sigaw sa English ay shout, di ba? So, bakit nga ba ito cry? Hmm, bakit nga ba? Siguro ano, ah... Uh... Kasi emotional sila, no? Revolution eh, diba? Sino bang hindi parang galit? Oo, oh, parang hindi ko alam, no? So, syempre, syempre, ano lang yun, t- trying to make things light. Pero itong cry, no, ay mula doon sa, sa Espanyol na grito, no? O yung buo niyan actually ay El Grito de Rebellion. No? So, mula ito sa Grito de Dolores sa Mexico na nangyari noong 1810 at ito yung nagsilbing opisyal na simula ng Mexican Revolution. No? So, sa konteksto ng Pilipinas, meron din tayo. No? So, ang katumbas ay cry sa English pero hindi siya literal na na sigaw as in shout ha no so sa Filipino yan yung unang sigaw ito yung pagpapasya na ilulunsad na yung himagsikan totoo yan ano uh, gayon din ayon kina professor Milagros Guerrero Emmanuel Encarnacion at Ramon Villegas sa artikulo nilang Balintawak The Cry for a Nationwide Revolution na inilathala nung 1996 itong cry o grito o sigaw alin man dyan, ay maiuugnay din sa pagluluwal sa nasyong estado ng Pilipinas at ang pagbubuo ng National Insurgent Government na kinatawan ng katipunan at ni Bonifacio bilang unang pangulo. Isa pang mahalagang kaganapan, kaugnay ng unang sigaw, tulad ng nabanggit kanina ni Lee, ay yung pagpupunit sa sedula. Sigurado ako alam yan ng mga, ng mga listeners natin, kasi last season, nabanggit natin ito, ano, kung ano yung kahalagahan ng pagpunit ng sedula na yan. Yes. Ito kumbaga yung extreme expression ng defiance ng mga katipunero, kasi yung sedula, yan yung parang ID nila noon. So parang pinunit mo na rin yung formal na proweba na bahagi ka ng pamahalaang kolonyal sa ilalim ng Espanya at hindi mo na kinikilala yung kapangyarihan nito sa iyo at sa pagkatao mo. Kaya naman inaalala natin itong event na ito bilang National Heroes Day o Araw ng Mga Bayani, tuwing huling lunes ng Agosto kada taon. So ano yon mismong pamahalaan hindi matukoy kung anong date. So they just said na okay last Monday na ng August. No para wala nang masyadong debate talaga kung kailan. Ganun ba yung nangyari? Well, pwede no. Kasi until now, we really don't know exactly when and where. Or do we? Kasi the Philippine government has commemorated this event as the cry of Pugadlawin. And the supposed site of this is currently in Bahay Toro in Quezon City. 
Sa site na ito, makikita ngayon yung isang life-size tableau ng mga katipunero at isang historical marker kung saan sinasabing naganap ang unang sigaw ng Pugad Lawin noong August 23, 1896. Sa totoo lang, historians agree that the exact date and place is not important. Even Ambeth Ocampo said that, you know, let's just call it the cry of Kaloocan kasi lahat naman ng mga places na binabanggit sa historical accounts ay nasa Kaloocan. So it remains a controversy, a contested history. And official history demands that facts of history are depicted as accurately as possible. No? So we should be guided by our ability to analyze historical sources para mailapit natin sa katotohanan yung importanteng pangyayaring ito. According to eyewitness accounts, nagbabago-bago ang lokasyon at petsa. The historian Jim Richardson identified all propositions as follows. Una, we have the account of Pio Valenzuela noong 1911. Sabi niya naganap ang desisyon sa Kangkong noong August 23. Noong 1917, nagbago yung account niya. Sa pasong tamo na daw, naganap itong unang sigaw noong August 23. And then in the 1920s, nagbago ulit. Naganap daw ito sa Pugadlawin. No August 23. Tapos, noong 1917, Tomas Remigio, August 23 daw ito naganap talaga. Sa Kangkong naman, iba, iba pa rin yung lugar. And then we have Julio Nakpil, who in 1925 said that it happened in Kangkong, pero August 26. And then a certain Sinforoso San Pedro, also in 1925, says it happened in Kangkong, pero hindi niya binanggit kung ano yung pecha. And then Ramon Bernardo, uh, 1927, Ang sabi niya, naganap ang desisyon uh, noong August 24 sa Bahay Toro na bahay ni Tandang Sora. And then, si Guillermo Masangkay naman, in two separate occasions, 1929 and 1957, almost 30 years apart, sabi niya, consistent siya, uh, naganap yung desisyon sa Kangkong at ang pecha ay August 26. But wait, there's more. Noong 1933... <laughs> Ang sabi naman ni Cipriano Pacheco, sa kangkong naganap ang desisyon. Pero lumakad sila papuntang Pugadlawin. Kung saan nag-decide si Bonifacio na i-announce daw yung revolution. Uh, at punitin daw yung sedula. Si Bricio Pantas naman, sabi niya na saksihan niya. Saksihan niya, eyewitness daw siya. Uh, yung debate na maghimagsik sa kangkong. Pero umalis daw siya bago magkaroon ng desisyon. So, <laughs> bakit ka nakikisali, girl? Ala ka pala din sa desisyon. Anyway, isa, isa pang account noong 1936, si Francisco Carion. Sa kangkong daw ulit naganap ang desisyon. At finally, si Vicente Samson noong 1961, ang sabi niya, sa kangkong naganap ang desisyon noong August 26. Kangkong is very popular, you know? That's true. Actually, kung majority wins ito, unang sigaw sa kangkong pala ito, ano? True. <laughs> Pero, you know, history doesn't work as simple as that. We have to consider a lot of factors to ascertain the truth from primary sources. Kailangan dumaan sa source criticism mga mga bodies. So, kung hindi ka familiar sa source criticism, We actually discussed it sa episode 3 ng ating first season na History 101 at ang title ng episode na yon ay How Do We Make History. So post mo muna to, pakinggan mo yon, tapos balik ka dito. Okay na? O sige, tuloy na natin. Ayan, so nakita natin na prominent yung account ni Pio Valenzuela. Kung pamilyar man yung pangalan niya, malamang naalala nyo siya kasi siya rin yung same guy na may magkaibang account kung sinoportahan ba ni Rizal ang revolution o hindi. Diba? Make up your mind, girl. So, mahirap ka usap talaga yang si Valenzuela. 
kasi may account nga siya na ang sabi daw niya sa isang Espanyol na investigador na ganap ang unang sigaw sa Balintawak noong August 26. Tapos sa kanyang mga gunita, pugadlawin naman noong August 23. So medyo red flag yan, papalit-palit ng account, hindi papasa sa korte yan. Okay, no? So, so ayan, so far, we can conclude na maaring naganap ang unang sigaw sa Kangkong, sa Pugadlawin, sa Bahay Toro, at posibleng naganap ito noong August 23, August 24, August 25, or August 26. Gawin na lang nating week-long celebration ito para masaya. No? So, pero anyway, tignan natin ngayon kung anong masasabi ng mga historiador tungkol sa iba't ibang conflicting accounts na ito. Para kay Jim Richardson, sa kanyang article na Notes on the Cry of August 1896, kailangan linawin muna natin kung anong pangyayari yung minamarkahan natin dito. Kasi hindi naman ito literal na sigaw lang. No? So at base sa primary accounts, tatlong pangyayari yung kaugnay ng unang sigaw. No? So nandyan yung pagpapasya na magkakaroon ng revolusyon, yung pagpupunit ng sedula, at syempre, yung mga unang labanan. No? So syempre, alam agad natin na hindi lahat yung tatlong yan nangyari ng sabay-sabay at agad-agad. No? So for Teodoro Goncilio, for example, the cry equates with the tearing of the cedulas, which happened immediately after the decision to stage a revolution. For Isagani Medina, Another historian, the cry is also the tearing of the cedulas. No, but he argued that it happened before the decision to revolt. And then we have Soledad Borromeo Buller, who takes the view of the KKK veterans. No, that the cry should mean the first battle. In fact, it was the first battle that was first commemorated, like yung homenaje del pueblo Filipino a los héroes de 96. Uh, yung nasa Vincent's Hall ngayon, ang kinokommemorate nun ay yung unang laban. No? So, uh, August 26, 1896. No? And it is clear kung saan naganap yung unang laban at kung kailan. Pero nagbago yung definition ng unang sigaw, especially in the terrain of commemoration of Filipinos. Since in the 1960s, sabi nga ni Jim Richardson, Nagbago yung mismong definition ng cry. Hindi na ito yung unang laban. Bagkus, ito yung desisyon na maghimagsik na sinunda naman ng pagpunit ng sedula. So, mas malapit sa pagpapakahulugan ni Agoncillo. Ang problema kasi dyan, posibleng naganap ang pagpupunit ng sedula ng ilang beses, pati yung mga sigaw ng ilang beses. Kasi hindi naman isang grupo lang yung lalaban mula sa iba't ibang lugar. Kung iba't ibang instance yung sigaw at pagpupunit, eh, talagang iba-iba yung maaalala nitong mga uh, first-hand or first, uh, yeah, first-hand witnesses na to. And according to Jim Richardson, uh, there's also a source that confirms that the formal decision was arrived at on August 24, 896. Isang pahina di umano mula sa burador ng pulong ng kataas-taas ng Sangguniyan or the Supreme Council of the Katipunan. So ang tanong na lang ngayon, saan? At ayon sa sources nga, tatlong lugar lang yan. Kangkong, Pasong Tamo, o Bahay Toro. Jim Richardson agrees that it happened in Kangkong, according to eyewitness accounts na rin, not in Bahay Toro, where the commemorative monuments are. So bakit hindi rin Pugadlawin? We can blame Pio Valenzuela again for this, kasi this is a failure of memory. But due to a confluence of events, the site of the cry came to be known as Pugadlawin. 
and no other than the National Historical Institute in 1963 and in 2001 reaffirmed that it occurred in Pugadawin in Bahaytoro. And Jim Richardson argues that while the NHI in 2001 found no evidence to belie the claim of the NHI in 1963, they also did not find any that supports that it happened in Pugadlawin in Bahaytoro. But Richardson argues that the site is actually the house of Apollonio Samson in Kangkong. Alright, so at this point, I think it's enough for us to appreciate how history and historiography is a very challenging field of study. No? So, hindi ito yung misconception ng marami sa atin na memorization lang. Kasi, bakit mo i-memorize halimbawa yung date at place ng unang sigaw samantalang in the first place, we cannot even identify the exact location. And add to that the possibility that the date and place that the Philippine government uh, officially commemorates today, August 23, at Pugadlawin sa Bahay Toro, could actually be wrong based on new documents that were found in the past decade lang and all eyewitness accounts that have existed for long. So this is a testament that indeed history is a tentative and an ever-changing field. And this is but one event. When we look at our past, it's not just one, two, or twenty, or a hundred events. So we must definitely find a way to appreciate our history without limiting it to dates and places and people which could eventually change. So speaking of new documents, next episode, ang tatalakay naman natin ay ang retraction ni Rizal, especially in light of new documents found just a few years ago. No, so, totoo nga bang binawi ni Rizal ang lahat ng kritisismo niya laban sa simbahan bago siya bitayin sa bagong bayan. If you like this episode, chances are you will also love our past seasons. So check out our earlier seasons anywhere you get your podcasts. We are also on YouTube, by the way. And for more content and resources, check out our website, podcast.org. Another website you can visit, especially on the Katipunan, is kasaysayan-kkk.info. So please let us know uh, what you think about podcasts. So you can send us a message or uh, like our posts or tweets uh, in our social media accounts uh, and share it also to your peers and to your friends. So that's it for today. Thank you for listening. Uh, until next time and have a good day.